Hey, you're listening to the Riverdale Podcast. This is episode number 206. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Welcome, everybody. This is an Archie Comics fan podcast. Uh, we update every Saturday morning, and every week we break things up four ways. Uh, first up this week is, of course, the book of the week. That's the comic book I read this week. Sometimes it's a new comic book. Sometimes it's an old comic book. But it's always an Archie comic book. We move then to the news of the week. That's what happened in the world of Archie in the week since our last podcast. Then on to new releases. That's what happened. That's what came out this past Wednesday. We'll be coming up this coming Wednesday in your digital releases of the week. I'm going to wrap up, wrap up today. Uh, very excited. We had a quick conversation this week with Michael Esham, who is uh, celebrating this week the 10th anniversary of Archie Fans, the Archie Fan Forum. Uh, he runs the show over there. So we're going to check in with him and uh, and have a, have a quick conversation about what uh, what's going on in the forums, uh, you know, his history with Archie Comics, stuff like that. A fun introduction to uh, to Michael uh, coming up in the uh, the the final quarter of our show, I guess, the fourth part of our show this episode. Before we jump into this uh, week's book of the week, I want to recognize uh, my brand new Patreon patrons. Last week, I announced uh, that I have brought the show back to being an independent production. It is uh, coming entirely from me now, so I am soliciting donations. And uh, you can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Um, You can set a uh, monthly donation of your choice. Um, and uh, we're, we're working towards some goals. We've already blown through a couple of the goals that I set, which is fantastic. Um, everybody who signs up uh, is going to get a, a video, making a custom video uh, just for Patreon subscribers. Um, and the folks getting those currently are the folks who signed up for Patreon in the past week. Um, so I want to give a huge thanks to Murray, Aaron, John, and Chris, those are our brand new Riverdale Podcast Patreon subscribers. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and again, if you're interested in contributing to the show, head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale Podcast. With all that said, let's jump right into the episode and get into the book of the week. All right, folks, this week's book of the week is Jughead number four. I love this comic book. <laughs> I'm really, really, really into it. Um, this is, of course, coming to us from the creative team of Chip Zdarsky, Erica Henderson. Uh, Chip Zdarsky on the story, art by Erica Henderson, lettering by the great Jack Morelli, um, edited by Mike Pellerito, published by John Goldwater. Um, so that means, right off the bat, uh, Erica Henderson is doing a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of um, uh, penciling coloring and inking this comic book, which I, I don't know if I recognized before. Um, that means that the majority of what you see on the page is coming from Erica Anderson, which is a, a huge amount of work. Um, let's talk about what's going on in this comic book, in this storyline. 
first of all, this comic book has a storyline. This this comic book is a continuing narrative. That's something we really haven't seen a lot of, especially in Jughead comics, for ages, really. Um, I'm thinking, uh, I, I guess... I guess that's not entirely true. I go back to the the later portion of the 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 last Jughead series. We had a storyline where he sort of left his house uh, and was staying with a number of different people in Riverdale, um, which is a great storyline. Uh, but each of those issues was very self-contained. I feel like uh, this is one of the first Jughead stories I've read where you r- really have to follow along in the issues. Um, to 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 get the full story and follow the whole thing, it feels very much like it's going to to uh, to come together into a really nice trade and be a cool story at some point. Um, so I'm interested to see exactly how long the storyline goes out, how many issues it runs, whether whether or not Jughead wins this battle against this uh, this new principal. Let's back up a little bit and talk about the status quo that was set back with issue number one, which is that a new principal, uh, Principal Stanger, uh, has shown up and has uh, turned Riverdale High on its head. And uh, Jughead is convinced that he is uh, grooming the school population in this sort of paramilitary spy way, teaching them how to use drones, um and uh, they're <laughs> reading a book in history class called World History: colon, Why America is Always Right. Um, Jughead has uh, has gone head to head with Principal Stanger in every issue thus far. Um, and I, I I like it so much. I think it's such a funny book. I think it's such a good looking book. Um, and I love the way the story is going. Um, in this issue, we find that Jughead is trying to get his friends to believe him, basically. Um, he lays out the facts as he understands them, uh, lays out his case against Principal Stanger and the, uh, the teachers that he has brought into Riverdale High. And his friends just are not ready to believe him. Um, they, they really think that he's overreacting. Uh, in the prior issue, he was expelled from school, and uh, and there's a, a nice heartfelt moment between uh, Jughead and Betty in which she really expresses that she thinks that the the recent craziness that he's gone through is, is resulting in him feeling this way. And I love the relationship between Jughead and Betty. I think that they are pals in a, in a, a very unique and very special way. And I, I like this moment between them. And in this, this issue, Jughead does not give up. He is uh, steadfast in his resolve, and he works with Dilton to find a way to figure out exactly what's going on with Principal Stanger. And um, and I'll I'll leave the cliffhanger out of the equation. If you haven't read it, please read it. This is a fantastic series, um, and I have to imagine that there's a trade coming of these first five or six issues, depending on how long this story arc is, as I said. And in the middle of the book... We have uh, another of those kind of fantasy sequences, dream sequences, um, kind of flights of fancy that have that we've seen in each of the issues thus far. And with each issue, Jughead goes to another sort of 
fantasy location and sort of um, engages in this this fantasy, this different reality that reflects the problem that he's facing in real life. Um, in this case, his friends don't believe him. The world is against him. You know, he really feels like his back is on the wall, against the wall. So, uh, in this fantasy, he is a pirate. He is a pirate ship captain, and the, he is uh, the, the subject of mutiny on his ship. Um, and every time we get to this portion of an issue, I think that it's going to fall flat. I feel like these segments, these kind of fantasy segments, as I said, um, they don't always, they don't always do it for me. But for some reason, each time we go to this convention within these first four issues, each time we do this, I feel like Chip Zdarsky beats the odds and makes it an engaging and fun aside. And it always ends up lending itself to the rest of the issue. So not only is this a Jughead series that has these continuing story arc, this uh, story that continues from issue to issue, but it also has this kind of template where we open up with a, you know, quote-unquote real-world story in Riverdale, and then we go to this fantasy, and then we come back to Riverdale, and um, the thought process and the growth that Jughead has within that fantasy really informs the, the final act of the book. And I think that's awesome. Um, and, and as I said, I feel like every time I'm going into one of these fantasy segments with these issues, uh, I think it's not going to work. And I think it's going to fall flat or seem corny or seem, you know, uh, trite or overdone. But each time, it rings really, really true. So I don't know. On a long enough timeline, <laughs> do, does this become like a, like a tiresome... Um, way of structuring the story, maybe. Um, but it could be that uh, that chip will write this way for six issues, and when the seventh issue hits, I'll miss this structure. But I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, Erica Henderson turns in some really great art. Um, I am not an artist myself, at least not an artist in the uh, pen to paper sense of the of the word art. But I always kind of judge an artist by how well they tell the story, how well they show emotion in their characters, um, and the the variety of things that they're able to draw insofar as um, quiet moments between people, uh, over-the-top humor, you know, uh, d- different backgrounds, different settings. And I feel like Erica Henderson has really stepped up and drawn very different, very unique things in every single issue. Of course, in this issue, we've got pirate ships. Um, <laughs> in uh, prior issues, we've had um, we had a whole uh, G- Game of Thrones thing that happened, and she's really stepped up and and run right along with it and done an awesome job. So I love that. Um, I don't want to say much more about it. I feel like I've kept this pretty spoiler free um it, it leaves us with a great conclusion maybe not a cliffhanger but a um definitely a final scene that makes you really excited to come back 
Now, maybe this is the time to address the story that's been blowing up everywhere coming out of this issue. Maybe it's not, but just the same, we're t- we'll talk about it. A bunch of media places have picked up on an exchange in this issue. I'm sure you have heard about this between uh, Kevin and Jughead in which uh, Kevin is talking about how uh, it is hard to be uh, it's hard to be gay in Riverdale because there are only so many other gay people there. There's only so many people he can date. Uh, and he states very plainly that Jughead is asexual and therefore doesn't have to deal with any of these problems. I saw this story pop up in a number of places, and people seem really psyched about this. Um, I took it in the context of this story to just be Kevin sort of putting a label on Jughead. But um, if that's something that something that Jughead identifies as, that could be something kind of cool moving forward. Um, but Jughead being who he is, I don't really feel like he defines himself as anything, uh, you know, whether it's his sexuality or anything else. I feel like Jughead really defies labels. But I, so I, I love the idea of someone else kind of putting that label on him and him kind of taking it for what it is um, and sort of accepting it, you know, giving it a shrug and saying, yeah, sure, that's who I am. Um, so this, this, I feel like this keeps in the character in that way. Um, and then it also is potentially cool for folks who are asexual, identify as asexual, um, I mean, this feels like the only media character that I can think of um, who could be defined as such. So I don't know if I necessarily want this to be something that's explored further because simply because I feel that Jughead is most effective when he is mysterious. But um, if people, if this rings true for people, if uh, Jughead becomes a character who is uh, giving voice to a certain population, I think that would be rad too. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see where Chip uh, and Erica go with that. But um, I guess that's all I have to say about that. If anybody else has more thoughts, I know we've talked about this um, maybe a couple months back now, just a couple email exchanges, uh, a couple emails that came in on the topic. But if you want to get in touch on that, your feelings about Jughead's you know, asexuality, please do so. I want to hear it. This could be a really great discussion. But anyway... Uh, that's going to wrap up this uh, Book of the Week segment. Uh, Jughead number four. This book continues to be great. Um, I love it. There's some variant covers on here. All of them are fantastic. Uh, yeah, this book is great. Read it. Um, <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, go read this comic book. That is our Book of the Week, Jughead number four. All right, Archie News this week. And Archie News this week, we got some casting information. Um, Last summer, might, no, farther ago than that, maybe a couple years ago now, there was the beginnings of a discussion about an Archie TV show called Riverdale. The um, chief creative officer, uh, Alberto, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, um, is writing the show. He, of course, writes uh, Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Afterlife with Archie. And he's working on this TV show. 
and uh, recently it was reported that he had moved from Fox to the CW. Last week we reported that it is it, a pilot has been ordered. So presumably at least an hour of this show is going to be made. Um, and then that will go through another vetting process and potentially we'll get more. So uh, that information came out last week. This week we got information uh, about the cast. We got the uh, we got the news that Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse will be playing Betty and Jughead, respectively. I have I have absolutely no opinion <laughs> on these two actors. Um, I, I'm sure they'll do a great job, uh, but I honestly don't know. None of us have a good idea of what the show is going to be like necessarily. We've we've heard a lot of stuff about it being potentially a dark show, potentially a mysterious show. People have been uh, saying Twin Peaks. People have been saying Afterlife. People have been saying um, that it's going to be a much different show than what we've seen in the comics, which I'm all for. Um, and therefore, I feel like I can't look at these folks and decide whether they're going to do a good job in these roles because I don't know what these roles are. Um, also, I don't know much about these actors. I, I've read that Cole Sprouse uh, was on some Disney Channel shows, which I've probably seen in passing. That's certainly not indicative of what he's going to be capable of now, you know, a few years older. Um, but uh, nonetheless, this is information. This is uh, forward momentum on an Archie Comics TV show. I don't know about you. I will watch any Archie Comics TV show, regardless of how good or bad or weird or what I expected it to be or what it ended up being. I'm going to watch it. So, um, so there you have it. Casting news there. Also announced this week, uh, Veronica Fish is officially the ongoing artist on Archie. Awesome. She's on the book for the foreseeable future. Um, she, of course, took over uh, the art chores with Archie number five just a few weeks back. Uh, we'll see her art again uh, just this coming week um, on Archie number six. So I'm excited to have uh, an artist stick around for the foreseeable future. Um, there's always something good and successful and fruitful about having an artist and a, and a an artist and a writer work together long term. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that. Um, and finally, I wanted to to put out another reminder. At least last time I checked, the reader survey is still up at ArchieComics.com. So if you've got uh, nice things to say to Archie Comics. Not so nice things to say to Archie Comics. Things you'd like to see change. Things you'd like to see um, stay the same. I guess uh, go check out this reader survey. There's um, there's a number of responses to each question that you can choose, and there's also a lot of write-ins, a lot of comments that you can write in. So I think this is um, this is a good opportunity for folks to to come in and have their voices heard um, because Archie is asking for your opinion. Um, obviously, we're the folks who buy the books, so uh, it stands to reason they want to sell us the books that we want to buy. So, um, like I said, last time I saw, that was still running. Head over to archiecomics.com and uh, check out the reader's survey. So, uh, that's going to be our news for this week. Uh, Betty and Jughead are officially cast for the Riverdale pilot. Veronica Fish is our ongoing Archie artist, and uh, the reader survey still up over at archiecomics.com. 
All right, folks, new releases. New releases for this past Wednesday, February 10th. Uh, Archie Jumbo Comics Double Digest number 266. This features a brand-new story, brand-new lead story written by Tom DeFalco and with art by Pat and Tim Kennedy. Fantastic. Also out this past Wednesday, of course, our book of the week, Jughead number 4. Looking ahead to this coming Wednesday, the 17th, we're going to get Archie number 6, as I just talked about in the last segment, um, with art from Veronica Fish. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I, I feel pretty certain that we'll be talking about that next week on the show. Also out next week, Betty and Veronica Comics, Double Digest number 241. The Black Hood, number 9. Uh, with the second issue of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. Um, talked about that when that kicked off, I guess... I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I feel like we talked about that on the show back in November, maybe, when that first issue hit. In any event, I'm excited to see where that story goes in the Shield number two. Um, and Sonic Comics Spectacular trade paperback. This looks like a like 300-page collection of Sonic Comics uh, at a really good price point, $8.99 on that one. Uh, this is uh, Sonic Comics Spectacular Speed of Sound. Um, that gives me an impression that we're going to see more of these collections in the future. Um, if it's the Sonic's comic spectacular colon speed of sound, it could be future collections coming with, uh, with different subtitles on there. But, um, a good amount of pages for a really low price on that one. Uh, looks like no digital releases of this week. We'll check back on those next week. So for now, those are your new releases for this past Wednesday, the 10th and this coming Wednesday, the 17th from Archie Comics. All right, and finally today, we're going to check in with Michael Esham. Michael started ArchieFans.com, uh, which is a fantastic forum. Um, I, f- I feel like a lot of the folks listening to the show also spend time on the forum, maybe found out about the show on the forum. Um, so I owe a, a great debt of gratitude to to Michael for starting these forums back in the day. Um, I don't want to mention too much more because there's a lot more we get to uh, in the conversation. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, Michael Esham, welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Thank you. Good to be here. Awesome. I had uh, asked you to be on the show just a few days before I realized that this week marks the 10th anniversary of ArchieFans.com. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and so for folks who maybe haven't been to the site or maybe haven't been to the site for a while, tell folks a little bit about what goes on at ArchieFans.com. Um, basically, it's just a big discussion forum for everything related to Archie Comics. You've got a forum, gallery, chat box, and so you can communicate with other users. Uh-huh. And so going back, I guess take us, take us back the, the, the 10 years, um, because as long as I've been reading about Archie Comics and interested in Archie Comics and podcasting about Archie Comics, the board has been there and has been a, a really invaluable resource for connecting with other fans and stuff. How, how did that start? How did, how did you come to start the boards? Uh, basically, I had started a couple of other forums in the past that weren't doing real well, so I was kind of in the mood to try again and see what else I could come up with. And 
happened to stumble across Archie's comics as a an idea because I've read Archie since I was a kid, and surprisingly, nobody had created an Archie fan forum yet, so I decided to try it. That's awesome. I feel I felt really similar when uh, I was first getting into podcasts and listening to a lot. I started reading a lot of Archie comics. I looked for an Archie comics podcast, and there weren't any. <laughs> so it was cool. And while I was looking for folks uh, and like reaching out to folks who who were into Archie comics, some of the only other Archie fans I found were congregated on your forum. Yeah, it seems to be the a uh, pretty popular place. So I'm glad it's doing well after ten years. Yeah, it's fantastic. So it, you you mentioned that you had read Archie comics when you're young. Can you take us back to maybe your your early memories or when you started reading? I honestly don't remember when I started reading Archie comics. My parents had read them, bought, used to buy them in the grocery stores and stuff when I was a kid, and I just read them when they were done with them. And I really didn't start collecting myself till shortly after I started the forum. I bought a huge lot on eBay, and now I just pick them up whenever I can. I've probably got three, four hundred Ertzy comics now. That's awesome. Did you say that your parents read them or that they they bought them for you? They read them and then I'd read them when they were done. You said you, you lapsed in reading and you sort of uh, came back to Archie ten years ago. Were you reading new books then or, or back issues? Uh, mostly new books. We buy new books occasionally in the stores. I mean, I always read them. I just didn't really start collecting them myself till shortly after I started the forum. You mentioned that you got a big lot. Yeah. It, was that was that a, a memorable lot? Do you still have a lot of, of, of the comics you got from that collection? I've still got everything that I got from that collection. I've never actually sold any. Mm-hmm. And, and what was in there as someone who was maybe first coming to Archie Comics as an adult or first sort of looking at them with a more critical kind of adult eye. Like, what was what was the stuff that jumped out to you? What was your, your favorite? Uh, there really, there? really wasn't anything that jumped out at me. It was just a large variety. There was a lot of the Spider Christian comics were in there and some digests and older stuff from the 70s. Cool. Was it like uh, Archie and Riverdale High and stuff like that? Yeah, some of that. Some of the regular titles like Archie and Life with Archie. And what, what about the Spire stuff? How did the Spire stuff... Um, hit you. I'd seen some of it before. It still seems a little strange, but Al Hartley had an interesting art style, so it's always fun to hang on to those. Yeah, for for anyone listening who doesn't know about the um, licensed uh, Archie comics that Spire Christian Publishing put out in the 70s, um, look those up and check those out. Um, but yeah, Al Hartley's art was really distinctive anyway, but his art in those books was... Uh, a different thing entirely, I thought. Yeah, it was. So are you reading the current books? Yes, I am. And how is that going for you? Are you it's in- going pretty good. I, the RT, both the RT and Jughead storylines are pretty interesting. It's a little hard getting used to the changes in the new artwork, but it's fun to read. Is there something in particular... Um, that you like, I mean, maybe just looking, for example, at the at the Archie book. Um, what is it you're liking about that? It's just seeing things start over from the beginning and how they're exploring different storylines and what everybody's come to know over the years. So, what about uh, Afterlife? I'm not really into horror comics, so I haven't actually read any of those. Oh, really? You just decided decided to steer clear. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sabrina as well. Right. What about the uh, the older Sabrina stuff? Is that a character that you followed in the past? Not really. I mostly just stuck to the core titles and some Cyril Blossom stuff. I mean, in the 60s and 70s, I read some of the Josie stories and the That Woken Boy and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. How closely do you follow the Digests? Uh, not as much. I do subscribe to Jughead with Archie, but I don't really follow the Digest closely other than that. Cool. So let's, I guess, let's talk a little bit more about the forum in general. Um, you said that you've run other forums. I guess, what are the, what are the challenges to that? <laughs> How does, um, is, is that a challenging thing to do? Does it take a lot of time or, or work? It can be. It depends on the subject. Archie Comics, the, this forum, the main thing was just getting the word out, figuring out how to get the word out there without looking like I was spamming and stuff. I know a lot of the major comic forums, everybody's DC and Marvel, and Archie's kind of in the background, so it was kind of hard getting that started, but once you start finding your audience, it just grows from there. What, what, is, what, is the day-to-day, uh, what are the day-to-day tasks that come about from, from managing a forum such as this? Um, on our, on this one, there's really not much, just making sure everybody's getting along and following the latest posts and responding to any concerns and stuff that users might have. Yeah, I feel like folks on there are pretty, pretty uh, mild-mannered bunch. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I've really been able to just run it by myself, even as it's grown. After 10 years, I'm still pretty much the only one doing it because there's not a lot to do. <laughs> Um, no, uh, no major problems, no troublemakers? No, not really. So you said you're largely a fan of the Riverdale characters, the sort of, like, core five. Yeah. Um, and, and you said that you are a subscriber to the Jughead and Archie Digest. Can I assume, then, that Jughead is your guy? Yes. Awesome, awesome. What, what draws you to him? What is it, what is it you like most about him? I just kind of liked his laid-back style and also how he deals with characters like Reggie and his smart-alecky attitude. What do you think of Erica Henderson's take on him? It's different. It's hard to get used to when you're used to all the tradi- more traditional art, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. take. Yeah, I'm enjoying the, um, the serialized nature of that story. I like that the story builds from issue to issue. Yeah. Awesome. Let's wrap things up. Let us know um, where we find the forums, uh, how we sign up, what's going on there. What, what do we need to know about the forums if we've never signed up? Uh, you just go to archiefans.com and there's a button that says register. Just click that, fill out the information, and you'll get a confirmation link in your email. Just that you click and, and you're all signed up. Awesome. Uh, simple as that. Well, um, thank you, Michael, for uh, taking the time to talk to us. Um, congratulations again on 10 years. Thank you. Um, and I will, uh, I'll see you on the forums. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Michael Esham on the Riverdale podcast. Uh, Michael's just the first of many guests I'm hoping to have. So if there are folks you want to hear from, whether they be uh, fans or parts of the fan community like Michael, um, uh, cr- creators who are working currently, creators who have worked in the past, um, anyone you think would be an intriguing and fun guest to hear from, uh, get in touch, let me know. And while you're thinking about it, head over to ArchieFans.com. 
All right, on the way out today, folks, um, I want to announce my plans, our plans, the plans for the fourth anniversary episode. The big fourth anniversary episode is coming up the first weekend in March. And the plan for that is perhaps the most narcissistic of plans I've ever had for this show. Um, But uh, we're going to have a guest host on, and that guest host is going to interview me um, about the podcast, about the history of the podcast, about my collecting, my... Uh, my love, my fandom of Archie Comics. So if you've got a question that you want to throw at me, um, I'm I'm taking questions. If you've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, I will answer pretty much any question <laughs> that you have. Uh, certainly feel free to submit any question. Um, and if there is... Uh, is <laughs> a question I don't want to answer. Maybe I'll send you an email with the answer, or we'll we'll figure it out. In any event, um, I I thought this might be fun and cool. Let me know what you guys think. Um, if it's not too egotistical and you guys want to roll with me, this is your opportunity to ask uh, any questions you have of me uh, about the show. I thought it might be a cool switch up to do that. So that's coming up for our fourth anniversary, the first weekend in March. If all goes well with scheduling, that'll be out for the March 5th episode of the show. So um, get your questions in. Um, There will be a thread over at ArchieFans.com momentarily. You can leave your questions there. Or you can get in touch, as you always get in touch, in a number of ways. You can always send an email to RiverdalePodcast at Yahoo.com. You can get in touch on Twitter. We're at RiverdalePod. Uh, facebook.com slash Riverdale podcast. You can also call and leave a voicemail. I love voicemails. Um, you can call and leave a voicemail any time of the day or night at 573-427-2443. That's 573-4-ARCHIE. Don't forget that this show updates every Saturday morning. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us at riverdalepodcast.com. You can find us on Stitcher. If you're listening on iTunes, uh, please take a moment and write a review of the show. Give us a star rating. Write a review. That really, really helps people find the show. Helps me out. Gets me more listeners. Gets more contributors. Makes the fan community bigger and better. Uh, So please take some time this week and write an iTunes review. Um, On the way out, I want to give a second thanks to uh, the Patreon supporters. Uh, brand new Patreon supporters this week for a brand new Patreon campaign. Uh, Murray, thank you. Aaron, thank you. John, thank you. Chris, thank you guys so, so much. If you're interested in contributing to the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Thank you very much, Michael Esham, for taking some time out to talk with me this week. My name is Jonathan, and I'll see you all again next week right here in lovely Riverdale, USA. Riverdale.